This is an ABC podcast. What's up, friend? Hello. If you just entered the chat and you're like, I have no idea what post-nut clarity is, but I'd like to learn, and that's why I clicked on this podcast episode. Um, we're going to get into it, but in a nutshell, Pip, like, lol, nutshell. No. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, is that on purpose? That wasn't on purpose. I loved it, but keep going. It's like that feeling that you get after you nut, after you jizz, after you orgasm. Yeah, the feeling of either feeling euphoria, feeling like you totally understand something, some clarity, a realisation, or... A bit of a spiral, a bit of shame, a bit of regret, a bit of guilt, a bit of depression, a bit of anxiety. There's so many things that you could feel. I feel like I'm not getting the clarity vibes that some people are getting. I'm not getting that either. I have no clarity here at all. For me, it's very much the sexting thing where you're getting a bit excited. You're like, we're on here and it kind of spirals a bit. You maybe will say some things that you normally wouldn't. You might send some snaps that you normally wouldn't. And it gets to that climax. It gets to that peak. It gets to that nut. And after, you kind of just think to yourself... What did I just say? What did I just do? Who is she? Who is she? Because she, she was not me. Not me. Need to throw my phone across the room right now. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like it's also that feeling of when you're watching some maybe like kinky porn and then you feel really embarrassed and you exit out, close the laptop, slam it down, exit the browser. Delete and, the browser history. <laughs> well, you go to delete the browser history but then you're kind of like, well, if I delete it, I'll never be able to find it. And what if I feel like that crazy <laughs> horny again next week? So that's like po- post-nut wise. It's like that DM we got from uh, Jaden who said, it's not post-nut clarity, it's pre-nut insanity. That's so true. But also, it's not pre-nut insanity for everyone because unlike us <laughs> and maybe Jaden, there are some people out there who do feel that sense of euphoria and they make huge life decisions after rubbing one out. Like maybe they have a big life realisation. Um, they might break up with someone. They might change their career. They might move across the country or even overseas. Yeah, they literally come to their senses. Okay, this is too much now. Did you know that you were going to say come to their senses? I wrote that. <laughs> I I knew what I was doing there. You're going to get a lot of those. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so in this episode, we're going to find out why it's so varied in the experiences that people have, why it's from one extreme to the other, Um, like why people are getting that sense of clarity, but then some of us are getting that sense of shame. Also, whether or not this is a gendered thing, right, Pip? Yeah, exactly. And we're going to find out as well what's going on in the brain and whether we should stop any of these negative feelings of disgust or shame or whatever from even happening. Right, so it's so hard to avoid post-nut clarity online. Like, I feel like, at least to us anyway, that this topic is something that people talk about all the time on socials, on TikTok, on Instagram, and so many people experience it. Yeah, we put it up on our stories on Insta to gauge what your experience has been like post-orgasm, and we found that a lot of you felt a lot of shame and sometimes even depression after masturbation or watching porn. Like beforehand when you're trying to sleep with someone, like you kind of ignore it. And then it's like afterwards, after you've obviously like hit that high point, you're like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I don't like you very much. I just started realising all of their ick. Especially with porn and just been realising like, this just isn't good for me. And, you know, I've got to do a 180 on this. 
uh, you're on this high, I guess you could explain it as, and then <laughs> after, after your orgasm, you're like, oh my gosh, why was I into that? Why was I watching that? And you just feel like ashamed or disgust. I think even a couple of times I'm just like throwing my phone and be like, ugh. Um, I've actually had a little bit of depression occasionally. Um, <laughs> I can definitely relate to that feeling though of um, <laughs> having a bit of shame, whether it's from, you know, maybe getting off quicker than you want to or you know you're with a person who you're not quite into or you're only into just because you're riding that high but no i mean for me i've I've had a chronic illness for many years now and actually you know quite often i feel depleted but that i guess that buzz you get from you know just the sexual act or masturbation or anything it can come crashing down and you know if you're already depleted Mm. um you know, you can leave you really high and dry, for lack of a better expression. I think most people talk about the gross feeling post-wank online, but also a lot of you said coming had the opposite effect for you. Yeah, so like in our DMs, we had so many of you telling us the realisations you had post-coming. Um, and Hannah said that I realised I don't need to catch a taxi to their place at 3am for mediocre sex, which is huge. Been there, babe. Um, Oliver realised I was turning into a real mean and nasty bloke. Figured I'd cut down on porn and was honestly the best decision I ever made and actually led to huge life changes. So that's a really positive one. Someone else here said that they felt so inspired after they nutted that they did a painting from the high. Imagine being that inspired that you create art. I feel like... Maybe my my walls in my rooms wouldn't be so blank if I maybe had a bit more creative energy after after post nutting. Uh, a lot of you realizing your feelings for people. James messaged us and said, "I realized I was actually in love with my best friend." Yeah, that's huge. Do you think it's because they didn't like the person they slept with? Oh, definitely. They just realized straight away. Um, Fiona said, "Almost immediately sent in my resignation and changed careers." Wow. I love that spontaneous decision making. Yeah, it's really cool. I actually saw a lot of podcasts when I was going through this, doing some research. A lot of people were like, if you're not sure, have a wank. Uh, Truly. (laughs) Stroke one out. Like, that's what they said. I was like, damn. (laughs) We even had Deej tell us that they had a huge realization. I realized that I was actually in love with my boss. Oh, so you had like an epiphany. Yeah, it it just totally made sense. Like the times that we spent at work and outside of work and occasionally, I never really understood why am I thinking about this person while doing this? It just became all clear. And I'm like, oh, that's what it means. Um, At that point, I would be like, please reverse that, Maz. I don't want to know this information. It's too deep. I have to change jobs. <laughs> yeah, like imagine the feelings just came out of nowhere. Like you had no idea. You tell your boss, which is what happened with Deej, and imagine your boss is just like, where did this come from? And you're like, I had a wank. <laughs> and now everything is clear. It came to me. It would have been so mortifying. <laughs> but also hashtag normalized clarity wanks. <laughs> Who needs ayahuasca? Yeah. <laughs> Who needs therapy? Who needs therapy? Who's on a maz? <laughs> okay, so I feel like we're very well aware now what post-nut clarity is, right? But the thing is, these all could just be myths. This could just be fun tales that we tell people. Little anecdotes. Is it legit, though? Like, is there science behind this? That's what I want to know. 
Well, D, the answer is yes. And did you know that there are actually academic terms for it? We actually spoke to men's sex coach Cam Fraser about it, and he said that scientists have studied people post-jerk-off, and they narrowed it down to two terms. One is called post-coital tristesse or post-coital dysphoria, and it is the experience that people have after they've had an orgasm where they feel a bit of shame and uh, possibly some guilt and maybe even some uh, dissatisfaction with their body as well. Sometimes it's directed towards their own body and a, a sense of maybe disgust about their body. Uh, and then there's, uh, and it has an effect on mood and other things as well. Uh, and there's also some gender differences as well. So some slight gender differences in the types of shame or the way that the shame is experienced or the way that the physical sensations are experienced. I'm sure you're wondering just as much as us, why does this happen? Well, science has come through again with the answers and it's all about the chemicals in our brains. Right. So the buildup of like sexual arousal and pleasure is fueled by dopamine and oxytocin and all these really like um, euphoric uh, neurotransmitters in the brain. Um, so uh, norepinephrine and, and um, other types of um, other types of chemicals, I suppose. And and so when we go from uh, you know flooding the brain with these like really beautiful neurotransmitters and make us feel really good and make us feel really turned on and make us enjoy ourselves to then having an orgasm or you know, an ejaculation, which then um, sees like a bottoming out of those um, neurotransmitters. So for example, after an ejaculation, you know, my area of speciality is working with people that have a penis and that ejaculate. So uh, after an ejaculation, for example, there's a spike in prolactin and we know that prolactin has an inverse relationship with dopamine, for example. So, uh, you know, dopamine goes all the way up until the point of ejaculation, and then it goes all the way down as prolactin rises post-ejaculation. And so that change, that drastic change in um, neurotransmitters in the brain or, or you know, chemicals in the brain um, can create a, a shift of like perspective or a shift of um experience in the moment okay so cam had a really good metaphor to explain the shame aspect of this he said it's kind of like going from being really drunk to just dead sober that mucks us around i often at times think of like sexual arousal and particularly heightened states of arousal which happen right before an orgasm as like um an altered state of consciousness similar to to being drunk or similar to being intoxicated with a particular substance and so you go from a place of like being intoxicated to a uh, an experience of sobriety quite quickly and so that can that can create uh kind of some disjointed feelings oh my god Pip. <laughs> it's like when you wake up after a massive night out and you have to look at the photos on your phone in your camera roll the next morning and you're just like what did i do or even worse, you go to your DMs and you've realised that you've just messaged a bunch of people that you like never talk to. Or you just reply to even like people in your feed and you act like their stories are for you. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Me. That is me. And I'm always like, haha, like, babe, you look so good here. Like, this is so funny. Like, whatever. Well, like, true bestie. No, we all are feeling so it. True. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, there's some really dumb stuff that you've said to them. <laughs> it's just awful. Your stomach like drops. It's the worst. Oh my God. Yeah, well, that's like kind of what Cam said about that drunk to sober feeling, right? Like at the time you were wasted, it felt right and good in the moment. And now you've come down from that heightened state from that high and it just, it feels so wrong. So he says it's all about context. The idea of like 
you know, feeling some some shame afterwards could be because of the things that we do when we're aroused, right? Some of the stuff that we do when we're turned on, when we're feeling horny is maybe not something we would do when we're quote unquote sober, right? Um, and things that we do to our bodies when we're really horny and we're really turned on feel a lot different to us than when we're doing it when we're sober. I often think of like an example of having your, your ear nibbled on uh, on the bus, right? By a stranger versus in the bedroom with a sexual partner, right? The context for those two things and the arousal that's inherent within one and not the other changes the experience that we have. And so um, oftentimes when we go from that perspective shift of like being in a heightened state of arousal to not, we can then go, oh, I, that was weird that I did that thing, but it felt really good in the moment. And then because we live in quite a pleasure negative society, exploring pleasure in that way, we have a bit of shame about exploring the pleasure because we have a lot of hangups and, and stigma around like pleasure in general. So yeah, so that shift can be really, uh, like I said, confronting for some people and um, yeah, and cause some of that shame and taboo and guilt. Yeah. So you could link that to the porn thing. You know, you're on a high, you're watching porn that you normally wouldn't get off to. You're not thinking straight, you're quote unquote drunk. And then you finish and you're like, oh no. And you know, the spiral starts to happen. Let's talk about the beautiful flip side of this post-nut experience. Yeah, Dee, excuse me. Sorry to quote you, but <laughs> where's my moment of clarity? Where's my Picasso painting on the wall? Exactly. Or, like this guy, where's my euphoria? I've just had nine fuckhole days in the middle of fucking nowhere on a mine site. It's this afternoon. I've got home. Had a clarity wank. Now I'm all sweet. I'm all good. I love that he was like, yeah, the clarity wank. <laughs> I'm all good. I'm all good. Inspirational. Yeah, Cam actually knows exactly what's going on here. He caught it as well, like the wisdom wank. It's when you're feeling aroused, then you have that release and you can actually feel the tension in your body as well as your mind release. And so that can then result in you know these kind of celebratory or revelatory experiences where you're like, Oh, this thing that I was worried about, actually, I could let that go. And wow, now I'm I'm seeing like, actually, fucking, I hate my job, you know, or I, you know, this person I'm with is, you know, uh, not for me, or this person that I'm with is amazing. And like, I feel really good with them after this, you know, orgasm or after this ejaculation. So it can lead to these really beautiful um, kind of profound experiences as well. Sometimes spiritual experiences. I've had some clients that are really tapped into like their spirituality say that in those moments after orgasm and ejaculation, they feel the most connected to their particular spiritual tradition. Uh, I've had some other clients, you know, um, it's like really relational. So they're like, wow, I really do appreciate this person in my life where I really am feeling connected to this person that's in front of me. Um, other people, you know, when it's solo based, they like have this real deep connection to their own body and they feel like really grateful and thankful and, and like have this gratitude for their body to have such a beautiful experience. A lot of you messaged us and wanted to know, is this a gender thing? Because if you watch anything online, you'd start to believe that this is just a guy thing. Women will never understand post-nut syndrome. It, it, I do yeah, not yeah, think they understand post-nut syndrome because this is something exclusive to us. Yes. And, well, like, I don't know I like you until I come. Yeah, it's true. Right? Yeah, yeah. You do not yeah, know. Yeah, and, yeah. It's, and that's why it's so fucked up. Like, when, you know, women think we're fuckboys or mm -hmm. we're pieces of shit as dudes, it's like, you don't get it. I think I like you. Right. Everything I'm saying to you, I believe. Right. And my dick is just like, yeah, we're going to find out. That's Joe Rogan chatting to a guest 
Uh, honestly, don't know who the guest was. Couldn't care less. Didn't go and find it out because I couldn't be fucked. Um, but yeah, this is literally one of like a hundred podcast snippets we could have chosen where they all agree. They say it's a male problem. Well, this is actually something that we did ask Cam about. Like, why do we only hear this from guys' perspectives? Um, and why some men think it's just a them thing. And he said there's a few reasons. There's the trope of like, you know, he ejaculates, rolls over, has a cigarette and goes to sleep. You know, there's like that kind of um, very strong stereotype. And also because we talk about male sexuality more often than we talk about female sexuality in general. And also probably because women have statistically fewer orgasms than men as well. So um, that would probably be uh, another factor. But we had so many messages from women saying that they felt bad after having a maz. And as you heard before, there are women who feel this sense of like ick or grossness at porn that they've just watched. So it's definitely not just a guy thing. Yeah. And like I said, in sexting, sorry, this is just a universally human thing. Mm -hmm. I'm so confused. Um, Cam also said that there's been some studies, very small ones, looking at the differences between women and men on this. In terms of like the experiences that women have, there's more fluctuations in mood. Uh, for men, there's more experiences of um, shame about the act. Uh, for for women, there's more experiences of shame about their body. Um, so there's, there's different, uh, and again, these are like only looking at the kind of quote unquote negative consequences of it. There's no real studies on the positive um, consequences of it as well. But um, yeah, so m- mood and and uh, body dysphoria, or, you know, feelings of, um, you know, um, dissatisfaction with the body uh, for, for women that experience it. And for men, it's more about the act and the shame of participating in something. Um, and it doesn't have so much of an effect on their mood. Okay, so if you're experiencing the negative side of nutting, you know, that shame, that guilt, that depression, anxiety, is this something that we should be preventing or avoiding? Like, is this something that we should be worried about if you are having those negative feelings? Cam says not necessarily. He reckons that you should actually sit in those feelings and reflect on why you're feeling that way. I think the process of trying to avoid negative feelings inevitably leads to those negative feelings surfacing in a different way. And so I I think like if you are experiencing those feelings after uh, an ejaculation or an orgasm, it might be helpful to reflect on like, you know, where that shame is directed towards. Is it directed towards what you're watching on screen? Is it directed towards your understanding of sexuality in general? Is it directed towards your feelings like of masculinity or femininity and what's appropriate for men or women to do? Um, or, or, you know, if you're, uh, you know, uh, transgender or genderqueer or, or whatever it might be, like, is there some hangups that you maybe have or some stories that you have around, like, what's appropriate for you in the body that you have. Cam says that avoiding that feeling is one of the biggest reasons why men feel this intense shame. I find that a lot of men feel really uncomfortable in that post-ejaculatory time period, that refractory period. There's a there's maybe a little bit of insecurity there because they're, you know, they're, maybe their penis goes flaccid as well and there's a little bit of like vulnerability and softness and um And so a lot of guys are uncomfortable in that space, I found, because they're uncomfortable with being vulnerable, they're uncomfortable with being soft, they're uncomfortable with letting go and surrendering. And so something that I really encourage men to do in the work that I have is like spend some time in that space. And, you know, instead of just 
quickly wiping up and you know washing up and going on with your day like really notice what comes up for you in that in that moment and notice if there's uncomfortableness there notice if there's some discomfort that comes up in that post ejaculatory space cam's advice is really great for people with penises but what are some other ways that you can get in touch with yourself no matter where you land with gender or sexuality one of the ways of doing that experientially or somatically and feeling it in your body can be really utilizing that moment after ejaculation or after orgasm to be like okay I feel the shame in my chest, right? Or I feel it in my groin or I feel it in my face. My face really heats up. That can be a really useful tool to to explore like where you feel it, feel it and how you feel it. I think there is value in maybe uh, spending some time um, post-ejaculation or post-orgasm um, and doing things that make you feel good. So something that I really suggest to clients that I work with is like, what is it that you can do in that moment to help you feel a little bit more connected to your body and a little bit more celebratory about your body or you know something that I often talk about is like what can you put back into your body to make yourself feel really good and I you know so I talk about maybe eating some chocolate or you know cuddling with your partner doing aftercare things can be really powerful to like help alleviate some of that feeling of shame and some of that feeling of insecurity after As you would have heard before from that snippet of Joe Rogan's podcast, they think that it's just a guy thing and we've established that it's not. But also they talk about the absolute disgust that they would feel after coming and realizing that they didn't like the partner they just slept with. And there are times where you nut and it's like, damn. Yeah, you realize you've made a mistake, especially if the woman is really into you and you're really not into her. And you're like, yeah. oh, I made an error. And then you do feel like an asshole. Yeah. But if you say that to them, they're like, you're a fucking asshole. I'm like, I'm just being honest with you. Biology. I got tricked yeah. by genetics. There's another famous YouTuber as well, come podcaster, Logan Paul, who talks about it on his channel. What's the deal yeah, with sure. when a guy comes, why, why the fuck did they just lose interest immediately? It's the, it's the play of the man. What is this? Not the same case with women. I, I remember when I was like single and as soon as I was there, I was like, this is great, this is great. And then release and I was like, Who the f- why am I here? Are now? you like that with your girlfriend? <laughs> huh? Are you, are you like that with your girlfriend? That's how I kept her because no. Bingo. As, as soon as I was like, you know, ah, I was like, oh, high five, I still watch you here. <laughs> 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 oh, you jumped around the bed. Hey, like, I still watch you here. Telltale <laughs> sign that this is the right girl. I yeah. swear to God. I don't even know if I clocked any of what they just said. They basically just said, I know the reason why I want you to stay because I didn't feel gross after nutting with you. And he's like, great, you're the one. You're my, you should be my girlfriend because I don't want you to leave. We had so many of you DM us, all different genders saying that you have had like a similar feeling, not necessarily that extreme, but yeah, you've gone to their place at 2am and you've been like, oh my God, why did I do that? Are you saying that if you're a guy and you're asexual that you'll never be able to find a partner because you'll never know if you truly have feelings because you've never nutted? Yeah. And we asked Cam about this kind of portrayal of men in podcast media and Cam agrees it's pretty problematic. We get someone like Joe Rogan, for example, saying that the only way for a guy to know that he likes someone is after he's you know ejaculated with them and you know that really reduces men as a whole down to their sexual function and their ejaculation right uh, and it, you know the way that it's framed as well it's often framed as like only men experience this and that's also not true we know that because we've we've studied it and we understand that it's a a universal thing and and i also think as well you know it it doesn't do the whole experience of postcoital tristesse or postcoital dysphoria justice because we've spoken about or um you know we know that there are 
other experiences after an ejaculation. There's a lot of really beautiful celebratory positive experiences after an ejaculation or after an orgasm. I think maybe there are times where you feel like, oh, that was a bit of a mistake. Oh, I do feel like an asshole afterwards. So I, you know, I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but I think these conversations that these podcasters are having, like I said, are usually very incomplete and, um, and quite inadequate. Uh, anyway, we could go on, but let's not. <laughs> Let's uh, exercise uh, some restraints and get some advice in some here. deep breaths. Ooh, and yeah. move on to the advice part from the actual expert. Yeah, exactly. Cam, because what if this has happened to you? Maybe not the way that they describe it, but the way that we are. Like you've just slept with someone and you feel a little bit icky about them after. Or maybe you just feel that shame, that guilt. Um, that's all internally about you, not about them. Uh, or maybe you are the person who is noticing a change in someone else and they've gone cold and you're wondering... What's going on for them? Are they dealing with post-nut clarity? Well, we asked Cam how you can work on these feelings when there's a partner involved. My suggestion for this, I suppose, would be firstly owning those feelings. Like if that's genuinely how you're feeling, like it might be might be valuable to take a moment and to take stock and be like, okay, do I feel this particular way? Or is it just this like immediate, you know, sensation that I'm having? And that's actually not a genuine, authentic feeling. It's just you know, the re- reaction that I'm having. But if it is a genuine like, oh God, I, I'm really, you know, I, I don't appreciate what I've just done or, you know, I feel embarrassed and this is gross and like, can't believe I've just done this myself. Find a moment to yourself where you can maybe freshen up, wash up a little bit, connect in with your body, spend a couple of moments just really breathing um, and um, and just honoring your body a little bit. Thanks so much for listening to this episode with us. Oh, sorry. It was just awesome to hear from you as well about your experiences. Like, I now get to live knowing that someone painted a picture after Mazzing and I could not have known this info unless you DM'd us with it. I get to live the rest of my life now knowing that. And we're better for it. So keep DMing us anything that you have come across, something that you want us to cover, something that you're questioning about yourself or your partner, anything. We can help you out at Triple J The Hookup or you can email us thehookup at abc.net.au. Happy nutting and we'll catch you next time. Bye.